Okay, good morning. Great to see you all here this morning. Uh, my name is Dave. I'm the lead pastor here at Connects Church, and uh, uh, I want to re-echo what Chris just said there. I know it's kind of miserable weather out there, but you got up and you came. Well done. Good to see you. And, and if you're visiting, welcome to Connect Church. We're actually uh, we're in a series right now called Known, and that little video kind of gave you a bit of a teaser as to the, the thought process behind this series. You'd have seen some different celebrities up there on the video and, and really kind of what they've become known for. Some of their uh, 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 antics have made them um, uh, become known for good things, and uh, sadly, some have become known for negative things in their life. And in this series, what we've done is we've looked back at the lives of some very key Bible figures, and um, we've looked at their lives, and we thought, you know, what was it? This was a great man. We looked at uh, Moses, and we looked at Abraham, and we've looked at Esther. So we've looked at these men and women and thought, these were great people who lived great lives and had a huge impact on the community in which they lived, but, but really, what was it that they became known for? You know, if we had to really isolate it down to one instance, is there something in their lives that we could say, yeah, that's what they were known for? And as we looked over these last three weeks, the great thing is not only did we find um, chapters of their lives that were very important and we discovered that this is really what they were known for, what we discovered is that we ourselves today, thousands of years later, can be inspired to live differently, can be challenged to respond and think, man, um, the way that person lived, the way that, that Esther had that idea that she had destiny and purpose for her life, that inspires me today to believe that God has destiny for my life, that I'm not an accident, that I have a purpose. And I think it's wonderful that we can look back at these, these um, men and these women in the Bible and realize that not only did their story stand alone as a great story, but thousands of years later, their lives are still challenging our lives today. So this morning, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to continue on in our known series but rather than look at a person this morning, I want to take a Sunday at the beginning of 2015 as we start into the new year here, and I want to reiterate this morning not what a Bible person is known for. I want to just remind everyone here, or maybe for the very first time tell some people, what is it that Connect Church is known for? So this morning, the, the, the character we're going to look at, the person we're going to look at is is. Right here, this church, Connect. What is it that Connect is known for? You know, I was inspired earlier this week by uh, our president. He gave the State of the Union address. And I thought, you know, it's probably good for me to kick off the new year. And, and uh, here at Connect, I should give the State of the Church address. So, uh, so that's what I'm doing. I, I put on my, my best jeans and my favorite shirt. I'm feeling very presidential here this morning. So, uh, so this this morning is the State of Connect address, okay? It's what we as a church are known for. Because, you see, I got thinking about this, and, um, you know, there are a lot of companies out there that sell computers. There is a lot of companies that sell smartphones and uh, iPads. Well, no, there's only one company that sells iPads. What do you call those? Tablets. There's a lot of companies that sell tablets, okay? But um, that company that sells the iPad, Apple, they're fairly unique. Now, even though they're just one of many different companies that sell electronic devices, they do really well at marketing themselves as to what it is that they are known for as a computer company. You see, if you know anything about Apple, you'll know they've always been a company that's been known for its innovations, its design, its, its ability to think outside of the box or, or to think different. 
That's kind of been Apple's tagline over the years. And there are many people who have, who have bought Apple products, not just because of what the product does, but really because of their vision in the company itself. And people have been inspired to buy the products that this company sells, even though there are dozens of other computer companies that sell very good computers and smartphones and tablets. But they're buying into more than just the product, but the, the philosophy of the whole company. And the reason I start out with that illustration is, you know, Connect Church is one of dozens, hundreds of great churches in this community. You could drive a short distance in, in many different directions and see many different churches. But the reality is that as you go into those churches, after a period of time, you'll realize that there are some things that this church is known for. And then there are some things that this church is known for. And, and it's not that one's good and one's bad. They just have different, um, different emphasis they put on different things and, and different cultures within those churches. So I think it's really important this morning that you get to understand what it is that Connect is known for. For some of you, this will confirm that you are in the right place. For others of you, you may sort of question, I'm not sure if I'm fully in line with that. But I just want you to know, especially at the beginning of this year, and over the last year, we've seen a lot of new families and new people come to connect. And I don't want to just assume that you know what it is we're known for. So I've broken down into three areas here what I feel connect is known for. The first area comes out of a, um, a story that some of you may be familiar with. You can read about it. It was an encounter that Jesus had with a man named Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus, he was a, a very little man. A very little man was he, if you sung the song at uh, your uh, kid's church. But um, Zacchaeus wasn't a follower of Jesus. In fact, quite the opposite. He was a tax collector, we read, and, and he was a crooked tax collector. He was deceiving people and cheating people out of money. He was a pretty bad man. And we read that Jesus showed up one day and he says, Zacchaeus, I want to come to your house. And, and he met with Zacchaeus and, and he interacted with him. And, and we don't know exactly what took place in that room. But when Zacchaeus came out, he was a different person. That encounter with Jesus changed his life. He gave back money he'd stolen from people. He gave more back than he'd stolen because he wanted to make things right. Because Jesus had changed his life. And there's a verse at the end of the story of Zacchaeus that I love because it kind of sums up the story, but it sums up the mission statement of Jesus himself. It's in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, and it says this, For the Son of Man, this is Jesus, the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Jesus came to seek and save those who are lost. We at Connect feel that that is the, the mission of Jesus. We feel that um, when Jesus died and rose again and, and challenged his disciples to build a church, that that was the heart, the mission of the church, to seek and save those who are lost. So Connect Church has always been, and I'm praying will always be a church that's known for its desire to reach people outside of the church. A church that wants to partner with Jesus in his mission to seek and save those who are lost. Now you might be here this morning and think, well, well surely that's the mission of every church. And it is. It really is. At the, the core of every church, that is every church's mission. But what I've found in my years of working with churches is, is that as a new church, as a church plant that Connect is, we, we had an advantage here. Because you see, statistically, new churches reach new people. Because what you find happening over time is that churches, as they continue to grow and become more established, they, they fall into this subtle trap where they start to exist more for the people in the church than they do the people outside of the church. We're still a very new church, so we have that, um, that edge to us right now. 
Because you see, it's never intentional for a church to do that. And the, the change is always subtle. But as people in the church want to grow and develop their faith and know more about Jesus, the church tends to gear itself more towards that goal than it does towards that goal of reaching people who may be outside the doors of the church. And what you see start to happen sometimes is that eventually over time, uh, the church, if it's not careful, can find itself at a place where a person who's unfamiliar with church can walk in and find that they really don't feel welcome or they really don't feel like they fit in in this environment. They may walk in and it just seems that everyone there already seems to know everyone. Maybe they arrive and it just didn't appear that they were expecting anyone other than their normal crowd to show up. Maybe they arrive and they think, man, I didn't get the memo, but apparently there's a dress code here. <laughs> Maybe they come in and they, they listen to people speak and even the, the guy at the front and it just appears that they're speaking a language that they just don't really understand. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me here because as a church, if you're here this morning and you've made a decision to follow Jesus and your um, desire is to grow in your faith, we as a church want to help you in that. We want to provide opportunities for you to grow in your faith. Chris made an announcement there about small groups. We see that as being a great vessel in which you can grow and develop and learn in community with other believers. We think that as you serve here at Connect, it gives you a chance to see God work through you to impact others' lives. I know of people here who since coming to Connect have come to me and said, you know what, Dave, this is new to me, but I've, I've started setting some time aside during the week and reading the Bible and praying, and I'm just doing a few minutes a day, but I'm starting to learn more about the Bible on my own, and that's fantastic. And we want to partner with you and help you with that, but as a church, we always want to be known as, as a church that people outside of the church like to attend. People who have never been to church before wouldn't feel uncomfortable coming into and we want people who don't currently attend a church to know about Connect. Because as lovely as it is for me to look out this morning and see the, the crowds of faces, I know that there are still um, hundreds of people just in Washington alone, let alone the surrounding communities that don't yet have a church home of their own. I'd like them to know about Connect. I'd like them to know that they're welcome to come and check out Connect. You know, I'm not a fisherman. Um, but I, I gather there are two ways that you can fish, okay? The first is that you get in the boat and you go out into the ocean or the lake, wherever it may be, and, and you cast a line or you, you throw out a net and, and you try and catch the fish. The second way, I believe, is um, uh, that you can fish is you can go out on that boat and you can sit there and you can really hope and pray that those fish just jump right in. <laughs> and you can sit there going, come on, come on, then you go. Now, as I said, I'm not a fisherman, but I would imagine that probably the first way is a little bit more effective than the second. So as a church, we want to be known as a church that, that's in the community, that's casting our line, that's, that's throwing out our nets. So we're very um, intentional about the way that we try and become um, apparent in the community. So whether it's good neighbor days or walking in the homecoming parade, helping families impacted by the tornado, our desire at Connect is always to be known as a church that, that looks out and impacts the community in which it finds itself. Because I believe there are people out there that want to know about Jesus, but have yet to step into a church. You see, I know that outside of this building right now, there are more people like my friend Rodney. Rodney and his wife, Megan, were not churchgoers. And 
I love their story because when they heard Connect was starting just a little over a year ago, they thought they'd come and check it out. And we showed this video last Easter, but I want to show it again this morning because it really kind of sums up the, this first area that I want to be connected to be known for as a church that reaches people outside of the church. Because I believe there are hundreds more stories like Rodney yet to be told. So listen with me to Rodney's story. My name is Rodney Hall. I uh, currently work for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I had no expectations of anything for myself. Um, I didn't really want to go in the beginning, to be honest with you. When, when, I, uh, when I first started attending, uh, it was me just going through the motions. Um, I would get there just enough time for the kids to show up, go to, go to the kids' class, um, check them in, sit through the service, and then up and out, just going through the motions. Um, and honestly, half the time I'm sitting there, I'm listening to the sermon, my mind's, my mind's wondering. I'm not really focused. I'm not really hearing the message. I'm kind of thinking about work. I'm thinking about football or whatever's you know, happening in my life at the time. If there was a conversation that I was involved with and religion came up, I would find myself just finding an excuse to get out of there. And a lot of it's my ignorance on the, on the fact. I, I never felt comfortable because I didn't know enough. I didn't grow up learning about church. If you take uh, a perfect Christian and you line this per perfect Christian up here, and on the other end of the spectrum is Rodney, your camera's angle is not wide enough to, to reach to show the, the distance between me and a perfect Christian. I just felt that I had made so many mistakes in my life. I had done so many things wrong I, I just didn't, why would God want me or choose me to be in his life when I have lived not under the expectations of what I saw a Christian should be? I've changed so much in the past six months. What, what was it that took me and turned me on that path? And if I had to pinpoint it to a specific event, it was the day the tornado came through. When it was announced that the tornado was coming through, or was coming and hitting our way, we were all moved into the locker rooms. And as I'm sitting there, we're fairly new to Connect. Uh, I didn't know a lot of the people there. And the most amazing thing happened that I will remember forever. Uh, in the middle of that, in the middle of the uncertainty, in the middle of the, the fear, this group of people started to sing. And it was amazing. It was truly amazing. And I, I, uh, I just remember sitting back and stopping and looking, you know, I think time just froze at that moment and thinking to myself, in all of this, their faith has never bent, has never broken. They're singing to God and they're singing to, to comfort these children in the face of who knows what's about to happen. And it was just amazing. And I knew at that moment that that was God's presence. And that was God, me allowing God into my heart finally. And I finally opened that door and accepted it. And it was wonderful. It was amazing. The simplest messages would, would just, tears just flowing down my face. And, face. and of course, I try to play the tough guy routine and don't want anyone to know that I'm crying, 
So I uh, do the uh, covert scratch, wipe away the tears. It was just amazing, just the, the flood of emotion, the, the feeling his presence. I had never experienced it before, and it was truly amazing. I'm blessed in my life. I have a wonderful wife. I have amazing kids. I've got a great family, great group of friends. You may be hesitant. You may not know what to do. You may not be able to, um, not want to make that leap of faith. That leap of faith is a very difficult move to make. And, I, and, I, and trust me, I understand because it took me a long time to be able to to do it. I mean, I'm talking 30-some years of my life. I refused to make a leap of faith. I needed that evidence. I needed the, the direction, the path shown in front of me. But then I felt it. And I think that the biggest thing for me is that I learned from this is that you can't really understand God or, or you can't really understand God in your head until you felt him in your heart. And for me, that's where it started. And that's where the everything just opened up. And I want someone else to feel it. And I, and I feel so blessed for it. And my relationship with God is now going to last forever. You know, I've shared this before. If, if the only reason God uh, called Case and I to Plant Connect was to reach Rodney and Megan and their family, I would be thrilled. But there are so many other stories like that one that we've got to hear in the last year and several months since Connector started. But I know there's so many more yet to tell. And I don't ever want to lose that. And some of you may sit here thinking, but Dave, we know that's what Connect Church is known for. But I feel like if we're not careful, we, we can drift away from that a little bit. So I want to always be the church that's known uh, to reach those people, like that family who, who at one time were not a part of a church, didn't know of God's love in their life, and now tell this wonderful story of the change that God has made in their lives. And I know that this morning as we're sit, sitting here, we can probably all think of, of family members and, and friends and neighbors who maybe we haven't built up the courage to talk to them yet about what Jesus means to us, but, but we would love to see them sat in this room. So as you, as you gain confidence and as you're praying and as those opportunities present themselves that you might have that chance to say, hey, would you want to come to Connect? Would you want to come with my family one Sunday and, and check out Connect? We as a leadership team will always strive to stay true to that vision that we want to be known as a church that is ready and exists for, for those people when they get here. That when they get here, there'll be a warm welcome, that maybe they'll, they'll hear a message that they can understand, that as the, the person speaking up on the stage unpacks what the Bible teaches, it'll be in a way that's practical and applicable to our lives today. And maybe they'll come to, to the point of telling the story like Rodney just told the story of the difference that God can make in our lives. So that's the first area that I really want uh, to reinforce to all of you here this morning that I want Connect to be known for. The second area here is I really feel that Connect Church um, is known for, and I want it to continue to be known for, just the heart that it has to impact the lives of children. We've made children, both here inside the church and even in our missions work outside of the church, a high priority at Connect Church. 
We are passionate about letting children know that they are special, that God loves them, and that he has a plan for their lives. We want them to grow in their knowledge of the Bible. And um, as you'll see here in a second from this, this video, we don't think there's any age that's too young to find out what the Bible teaches about important stories and important events that take place. So one of the characters, unfortunately, we won't be covering these three in our known series, are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, some of you may be familiar with this story uh, and the fiery furnace that they found themselves in. But if you're not, um, this wonderful Bible teacher is now going to just recap that story for you very quickly here. Check out this video. You'll be pleased to know that Luke will be here preaching next Sunday. He'll uh, be bringing the message from this point on. But, you know, Luke's mom and dad, they sent me that video uh, a few months ago. And because that morning in preschool, so he's, you know, this isn't even in the K through five. This is over here with the little ones in the threes and four-year-olds. And, and uh, that morning, the teacher had told them the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And it just blessed me so much to know the, the way that teacher communicated the story, the crafts, the games, the activities that they did during that just one hour time just filled that little boy's mind that he was able to come home and unpack the whole story to his mum and dad over lunch. And very um, succinctly, I thought he did it very, very well. I mean, it was very, uh, seriously, next Sunday, look out for Luke, he'll be here. But the truth is that it's, it's, it's reiterating that as a church we want to be known for, and, and, and if, if you're a parent here this morning, you checked your kids in, I want to assure you that this isn't like a babysitting service going on there. There are wonderful teachers and wonderful helpers who are um, using a great curriculum that we've partnered with to really unpack the Bible and explain to your children what it means to, to, to love God, that God loves them, that there are stories throughout the Bible that reiterate the fact that God loves them. He thinks they're special, and they're learning these stories they're learning about the Bible you know there's a, a verse in in the Old Testament and it's Moses and, and we talked about him just a few weeks ago and that he was with the Israelites in the wilderness and um, he was challenging them. this was kind of like the church when it first started back in the the Old Testament he's talking to the parents of children there because they've got these crowds of Israelites who are following him through the desert he says you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul and all your strength and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. You know, Moses is saying something here to the people of Israel that still applies to us today. If you're a parent here in the room, these words echo to us. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up. I picture this, this Sunday lunch taking place and, and mum and dad saying, Luke, what did you learn about at church this morning? And 
whoa, hold on, let me get my phone out. Tell me again what you learned, because this is brilliant. And this conversation going on over the dinner table, and, and we at Connect, we want to partner with you as families and say, not only do we want to help um, teach your children just how special they are in God's eyes and, and stories of the Bible, but we want to help you as parents. We will have series where we teach specifically how you as parents can, can raise your children to understand the Bible and to know about God. That's what we want to be known for. And maybe you're sitting here this morning, you're thinking, well, I'm not a parent. I'm a young adult, or, or I'm a grandparent here this morning. My kids are already raised. Well, listen, maybe you want to come to Connect Church because you love what you see happening with the children. Maybe the fact that we are a church that's known for what we do with children inspires you and says, that's why I want to be a part of that church. We have a young adult right now. He's a freshman in college. He helps on a regular basis in Connect Kids. He's a small group leader. He gets involved. And there are some fourth and fifth grade boys that think he is amazing. He is so cool. And they just love having this, this athletic young man as their small group leader. He doesn't have kids of his own, but he's doing a great job at imparting biblical truths to these kids. We have some ladies here. We have, we have a grandma who, who is in charge of sending cards out, birthday cards, to the kids on a regular basis. She's got kids and grandkids, but she still is impacting our ministry and connect kids. I've got another lady who works in the office. Every week she comes in on a Tuesday, and her and several other volunteers, they come in, and she's got grown children of her own, but she's a part of connect kids, and, and she's there moving some supplies around and unpacking the supplies from, this, from today and getting next Sunday ready. There are wonderful people throughout Connect who maybe don't have small children of their own at this time, but are still involved because they love being a part of a church that's known for what it does in the area of children. So I love being a part of a church that's known for reaching people outside of the church. I love being part of a church that's known for um, imparting biblical truths and, and shaping the minds and spirits of children. Because the third thing that we are known for, and I want to just wrap up with this this morning. So we're known as a church that reaches people outside of the church, reaches people that don't know Jesus. We are known for a church that has a passion to impact the lives of children. But you know what else we're known for? We are known as a church that is a portable church. We are known as a church that's a portable church that we meet in, in a rented environment. And for us, this isn't a setback. This isn't a disadvantage. We're intentional in this. You know, when we launched, it wasn't because we couldn't um, find the land to build on or we couldn't. We just, we thought, no, we want to start like this. We like being portable. Meeting in a school actually helps us in achieving the first goal we want to be known for, to reach unchurched people. I honestly believe that there are some people who have come to Connect who have never, ever attended church before. And I think for them, that can be quite intimidating to walk into a church for the very first time, especially if you've never, ever been to church. So walking into a middle school is a little bit easier. I've been to the middle school before. I've, I've seen some basketball games. I've been to a school before. And it just gets a little bit easier for people to come in. Also, I talk to friends of mine who are pastors, and they talk about some of the crazy overheads from utilities and wear and tear that their building brings. Last Sunday, um, it was my turn to drive the, the trailer back to the storage area, so when we got all packed up. I was in the van, the parking lot back, and I was driving out through the... And as I was pulling out the, um, the driveway here at the school, I thought, you know what? 
I've got the whole church behind me. <laughs> Connect Church is in the trailer. I mean, literally, everything but the walls, the roof, the windows, the floor, everything else is in the trailer. And I got to thinking, you know what costs the most amount of money? It's the walls, the windows, the roof, the floor, the utilities. And we are very blessed right now because we rent that part. So because of this, we're able to keep our overheads low. It frees up finances to be able to do more with ministry. And we're really excited about that. Now, it's funny because I'll often meet people in the community, and one of the very first questions they'll ask me is, so when are you guys going to get a building? It's, it's almost like they're saying, so when are you guys going to be a proper church? Because you can't be a proper church without a building. And, and I very graciously answer, I said, oh, you know, we're not sure. We're just kind of um, taking it one step at a time here. We've got some, some dreams and some visions. But the reality is we don't look at this as a, a negative situation like right now. We like being here. We do believe that God one day has a permanent home for Connect. And as Justin just shared, we're being faithful with our finances to position us into the best place to move forward as and when that time comes. But we don't feel any pressure to rush into that. We want to be really strategic and we want to listen to God because we believe that he has a plan specifically for us here at Connect Church. In the meantime, we're celebrating the fact that this location helps us to effectively pursue that primary purpose. You know, the biggest drawback we face really in being in a rented environment like this is that every week we have to come early and set up and then when service is over after second service, we have to tear it all back down again. But even that isn't a disadvantage because we have this amazing team that assist on a regular basis. In fact, Rodney, who you saw in the video, he's a key part of that team. He comes early on a regular basis and helps set up. And I want to just um, share that vision again with you this morning because the more people we add to that team to help set up and to help tear down afterwards, the more breaks it will give those who currently serve. I'd love to see it come to a point where people on, on those teams are only serving once or twice a month because there are so many people who want to come in. And here's what I love about it is sometimes we forget, but on Sunday mornings when we're setting up these chairs, when we're here early putting the lights up and unpacking that trailer, in the back of our minds, we're thinking about that video thinking maybe this morning a family will come and theirs will be the story that we'll tell six months from now. Maybe this morning this, this coffee I'm brewing right now, getting ready, will be drunk by somebody who comes in for the very first time. I don't mind getting here early if it means that I play a part in that story by getting this coffee ready, by putting these chairs up. So we have cards on the table over there that talk more about the different areas you can serve. If you've not yet plugged into an area to serve and you're, you're kind of feeling like Connect Church is your church home and you want to be more involved, check out those cards. We'd love to see you get more involved. But we want to start out the new year by just kind of giving you this little state of the church address, share some of the, the financials. Like Justin said, you can talk to him. To reiterate to you this morning, not just assume that you know what Connect is known for, to really, to really point out specifically, this is what Connect is known for. So hopefully, whether you're here for the very first time, and if you are here for the first time, please come back at least once more, because next week's service will be very different. This is a very unique service, okay? But maybe this was a good service to come for the first time, because you've really got to see who we are and what we're about. But we want you to know what Connect is all about, what we're known for. And here's why, and here's how I want to close out this morning. Every week for the last three weeks, we've talked about a character, a person in the Bible, and what they were known for. Not just because we wanted you to know a great story about the, the, the things that happened in Abraham's life or the things that happened in Moses' life. 
but because we really believe that what God did in their lives can impact your life today. It's been my prayer over the last three weeks as I've been speaking about these people that their lives have inspired you to live differently. Because of what God did in their lives, it's actually inspired you to live a little differently in your life today. It's no different talking about what Connect is known for. My prayer is that as I've kind of shared what Connect Church is known for, it's inspired you to maybe engage a little differently. Because do you know what? And being in a portable church helps to reinforce this. Connect Church isn't this building. You know, when you turn out the parking lots, when you can turn left or right, and you can pass two great churches. But the reality is, even though they've got buildings, that's still not the church. The church is the group of people that sat in there right now. The church is us here this morning. You are Connect Church. It's not a physical location. It's a group of people who call themselves Connect Church. So if, if you've grasped this morning what Connect Church is known for and something inside of you thoughts, man, that's great. I want to be a part of a church that's known for those kind of things. You are. You can be that church. And I want to challenge you in your minds, and I'm going to pray here to close out. Now that you know what Connect Church is, is known for, if this is a church that you'd love to call your church home, please try and shift in your minds that thought of, I'm, that's a church I go to on a Sunday as opposed to that's my church, that's who I'm a part of. I'm a part of that church. What Dave shared this morning that Connect is known for, that's what I'm known for. I live that life throughout the week because that's who Connect is, so that's who I am. So I hope that's helped you this morning. If you had any more questions, if you want to dive deeper into what Justin talked about, feel free to talk to him or I. But let me close out and pray for you this morning. And, and as, again, if you're new to Connect and you'd like to know more, then, then we'd love to talk to you. But Father, I just pray right now, Lord, as we've been looking at different people and what they were known for, I just felt starting out the new year here, it would be great to just reiterate. For some, it's reiterating because they may have heard this before and it's just as great to hear it again. For others, Lord, they may be new to Connect. This is the first time they've heard this. But just like when I shared about Apple, you know, they're, just, they're one of many different computer companies, but there are some things that make them very unique. Connect is one of, very, is one of many different churches and it's not that we're better than others, Lord, but there are some things that make us unique. And I want everyone here to be fully aware of what Connect is known for. I want people here to not just attend this church, but to say, that's why I attend that church. That's why I'm a part of that church. That's why I am Connect Church, because I also want to be known for someone who, who introduces my friends and neighbors to Jesus, who is a part of a, a, a church that um, sees children growing in their faith. It's part of a portable church, a church that looks different, but a church that's um, mobile enough that they can achieve their goals very fluidly. So God, I pray this, this morning would have inspired some people maybe to get more involved or would encourage people that they're in the right place or maybe just open some people's eyes as to who we are here at Connect. Lord, I pray that our um, vision for these three things will never, ever fade away, Lord. We will always strive to achieve these goals. In Jesus' name. Amen.